her sister had an imaginary friend named Kiki. No. And they just started calling people. No. <laughs> uh-uh. No. That's the one thing. If I ever had kids and they had imaginary friends. I was like, well, we need to go find you some real ones because we're not doing that. <laughs> my blackness cannot allow for this to go on in my home. We are not doing that. All right. On that note. Oh, yeah. What's up? Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. back. This week, we're going to be talking about just like briefly going through um, some topics that we've heavily discussed in the past. Right. Um, Because I feel like the beautiful thing about this podcast is um, it's accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think we get into situations where people interact with us as if they don't listen and they do like yeah we directly know that you are a top fan we got them statistics so when you when you do this when you're listening and you're tuning in and you're not acting accordingly you know there's just a couple of things we want to run, run back with y'all so this episode is going to be run that shit back run that shit the fuck back you gotta get that shit wet you gotta get that shit the fuck yeah so that was running it back. Thank you. Um, the first thing that I think is important <laughs> to highlight um, is just us as people and how we react to certain situations. Yes. So for you, you have a very specific ick um, mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. um, because you take something so so seriously and I just want to reiterate and emphasize and kind of highlight how serious you take this one part of existing um, in comparison to other parts yes so as a black woman with mental health issues Mm -hmm. there is not a lot in this life that I care about yes I'm just out here going through the motions yep Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm but there's one thing in life that I found pure joy in. This is very important, guys. Tune in. Because don't make me say it again. Yeah. My food mm. is of critical... Why are you laughing? Sorry. I wanted it's to ruin... I wanted to stay. <laughs> <laughs> because the setup was going to be so serious. And then you just jumped right in. My food. Okay. Yes. My food. <laughs> Do not fuck with my food. <laughs> The only person who was fucked with my food and not felt actual consequences was my brother. Really? Because he is bigger than me. He is bigger than me. And hungrier than me. Okay. But everybody else that's listening, not Mm -hmm. listening, every other person in this marble planet, Mm -hmm. don't touch my food. Don't touch your food. I'm pretty sure in episode 13. Episode 13. I did mention this. The fundido. Oh, no, I'm going back to high school. Oh, shit. This was the first time that I realized that I was like, oh, oh, I have a problem. <laughs> you know how, like, we talked about PETA last last episode. Yeah. You know how, like, cats, when you're, and I think dogs do this, too, but cats, when you're about to give them their food, mm-hmm. they really, like, get in, in the way. Mm-hmm. And cats will actually hiss at you if you, like, attempt to try to take their food while they're eating. Okay. It's an instinctual thing for them. <laughs> I realized that I, too, had this gene. You hiss? No, I almost, and you know I'm not a fighter. No, you're very nonviolent. I was at our Christian school in the cafeteria. I had just gotten my food. I had double fries. Mm -hmm. You know how we feel about double fries. Double fries is a necessity. I was still standing. I was about to sit down. (laughs) 
And this person, I'm not going to say her name, but it started with a D and, a, and there was a V in the middle and then there was an A at the end. But anyway, she came <laughs> past me, picked up a fry and ate it. And me holding my plate with one hand, I, my first instinct, didn't think. Y'all know like My Hero Academia when they were like, Deku didn't think when he went to save somebody. <laughs> that was me. I was Deku. I didn't think, but I wasn't saving niggas. <laughs> I went to punch her. Erica caught my arm. <laughs> if Erica was not there, that girl would have got punched in the face that day. The face? Over French fries. <laughs> and I immediately was like, oh, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was in me. But that, listen, don't touch my food. Don't touch it. Somebody caught your your fist mid-throw? Yes. Wow, that's so... Only only could have been Erica, truth, truly. That's truly. So... No, I don't think anybody else at that school was equipped to catch a, catch a punch before it hit a face. <laughs> but she did. I was just like, thank you. <laughs> I would have been on the ground. And people would have been looking at me. Over some frothing fries. Black girl. Punching people over food. She must be poor. <laughs> but yes, short story. Don't touch my food. Don't please. Touch food. Just don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it. Tall twin takes food very, 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 very. seriously. So for me, my reactionary tale, like it was episode 13 that jogged my memory with this. So for me, I'm pretty much like I'll go with the flow. For a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. But when I say no, <laughs> I mean no. Mm -hmm. There is no changing my mind. There is no compromise. Compromise for what? <laughs> like, there is none of that. So I think in that episode, I was talking about, um, it was, it was Corlys. So we've been podcasting for so long. We have. You guys have been through three jobs, <laughs> unemployment, like. <laughs> three for me? I think two. Two for me. Yeah. So this was back when I was clerking and I, uh, I was just an anxious ball of mess. And so I finally put my foot down and I was like, I'm taking time off. Don't call me. Mm -hmm. Don't email me. Don't nothing. My admin, not even my admin, the judge's admin, who was not my boss, she blew my shit up that day on my day off. And I had to keep telling her, no, you cannot call me. You can send me an email. I'll respond to you on Monday. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though I just want to run that shit back because <clears throat> right now, um, I think my no's have to be, I'm standing real firm in my nose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, 10 toes down. 10 toes down in my nose. Like, mm -hmm. if I don't want to do some shit, don't ask me 10 times, because then you're going to piss me off, and then I'm never going to, I'm not going to fuck with you. And when I don't fuck with you, it doesn't have to be, like, a violent retreat away from you. It's just. It's going to feel like it, though. My energy, I'm just going to take my energy elsewhere. So, I definitely I'm encountering conversations about consent right now mm. and those are very fascinating to me and I say consent because that's really what it is like when people say no and they don't want to do something convincing them to change their mind is trampling their boundaries mm -hmm. so Absolutely. I think it's important that we just hold ourselves accountable like somebody says no to this one thing okay 
you know, maybe presented another way or, you know, I don't know. At the very least, you can be respectful. You can you can say, no, I don't want to go walk in downtown Baltimore while it's raining. Yeah. And you could be like, hey, well, I'm going to bring umbrellas and hand warmers and we'll, we could still have a good time. And if that person goes, huh, that sounds like some stupid ass shit that yeah. I could do. Let's do it. Yeah. But if that person goes, nah, really, that's not for me. Yeah. Or like if that person says, stop contacting me, like you just <laughs> like I know it's really hard for people to read the room sometimes, but you got to learn if that's the only thing you learn how to read. Let it be the room. That's why I think so many people are emotionally illiterate. And it's really like it's sad. <laughs> like I used to say this one person that may or may not be related to me um, has the emotional intelligence of a potato chip. Yeah. Of I a brick wall. An acorn. And I'm just a like, walnut. No. For somebody who has a, has a lot of feelings, you don't understand how other people got them too? No, because you you see the world from just your perspective. Like, you don't step outside of your box and, like, take a big look at the big picture. And then I will see you from where you stand and then never again. And that's what it is. And that's what people need to realize. Like People don't like repeating themselves. I don't either. I so don't. If I have to keep doing it, you're never going to see me again. This run this shit back, this might be the last of its kind, but we've talked about these things a lot. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned food and your love and care for food. Yes. And seriousness for food mm -hmm. several times. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, I'm just probably going to say this one last time. If I say no, to something it's a no it's a no like i might feel bad for saying no i definitely have like guilt that i work on and you know mm -hmm. i'm i'm trying not to people please as much but fuck that bullshit mm -hmm. my time is precious yes uh and if i don't want to be bothered stop bothering me mm -hmm. y'all gonna find out you gonna find out not to bother me oh lord <laughs> I'm having a time right now with, you know, just being a small business owner and like collaborating with so many creative people. It's just like, I really know I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't want to be involved in that. And you got to like respect that. Back the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Point blank, period. Um, another topic that we mentioned, which was a very, very sad episode, <laughs> allegedly. I don't think it was that sad. It was a little heart-wrenching. Heart it was, but it was the Black Love episode. It was episode 53. Which shouldn't be sad. It's Black Love. It's, I know, <laughs> right? Beautiful and happy. I know, right? But, like, there was a part in the episode where <laughs> you said something very... I think you, you just said you drop a gem. Real, real talk. Oh, I did? <laughs> yeah, because you were talking about, I, I think I asked you, you know, your experiences with black men, and you were talking about how, you know, you have been hurt by black men. Like, on paper, black men have failed you. Mm -hmm. um, but you look beyond those failures and see black love in pretty much any positive interaction you have with somebody. You talked about mm -hmm. getting complimented by black women, um, feeling protected uh, by your current chocolate stud right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes, I vaguely remember this. Yes. Um, they're definitely, because I think in that episode too, and this was episode 53, if y'all want to run it back, mm -hmm. um, there was a point in time in my life where I'm like, okay, 
I'm growing up, I'm going to just love whoever loves me back. <laughs> yes, free love. Everybody love everybody. I don't care what color you are. It makes no difference to me. Like, it was really cute and idealistic. Mm -hmm. um, but growing up and seeing how much my blackness affects my life, mm -hmm. I was just like, I get this black love. At first, I thought it was very exclusionary. And I was like, why are people being this weird? Like, mm -hmm. you can just love whoever you want silently. Yeah. But because growing up, you experience the world so differently and it really doesn't matter what country you're in too. Like yeah. you experience the world very differently when your skin is dark. Yes. And so having another person who understands that um, experience, that love feels so much stronger because you don't have to explain that love. You don't have yep. to, you know, find the language for that love. You can really just be passing somebody in a white space mm -hmm. or a non-black space and see another black person lock eyes and you're like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's one person in here that mm -hmm. if some shit get weird, we, we I'm here. coming to find you. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. together now. We're mm -hmm. escaping together. Um, but yes, that having those experiences not just black love being romantic but having it being just that community anytime mm -hmm. that i felt that community show love back show appreciation or care mm -hmm. or just was like i said there's so many black women that give me compliments on my hair and i mm -hmm. just be like were you looking at me positively yes i didn't know that that happens for black people when i was taking pictures of like random beautiful black people at um dreamville festival mm -hmm. this one goddess was just like i want to can i take a picture of you and i was like <laughs> yeah if you want to she took great photos of me she you feel like... seen in a way that you don't question <laughs> yeah when it's somebody outside of the black community sometimes you're like are you fetishizing me right are you am i just the first black person you've seen like are is this cool or not cool do i need to still be on guard and that's what i guess my point in that episode <clears throat> was really trying to like hone in on but it came out really really fucking sad so like <laughs> it did come out really sad my whole point about like my soulmate and black love and like somebody being my peace i do want to feel safe with you mm -hmm. i don't want to have to explain explain racism or systematic oppression like i don't want to have to come to the table with so much explanation even though there is beauty in those conversations and you can learn and you can grow in those conversations it is comforting and peaceful when that person just knows and it's a different different experience when you have to when you feel like you're expressing yourself versus explaining yourself yeah if i'm just talking to you because i want you to know about me mm -hmm. that's very different than me feeling like if i don't say these things to you you won't get it mm -hmm. and that feels like pressure that feels like isolation that feels like shitty things yeah so i mean black love is something that i definitely i'm all here for but i'm gonna be honest fellas do better I ain't got no, no nothing for y'all. <laughs> Do better. I'm cuffed. Out here, it's a little rough, but, you know, definitely not giving up hope. And I definitely do see, you know, my future person <laughs> being black. Yay! Yeah, it just... If they're not, um, respectfully... I will make fun of them. Okay. But respectfully. I ain't going to make nobody feel bad. It's kind of like the how I make fun of you, you know? Okay. Like, if you start feeling the way, I'm going to stop because I ain't trying to hurt your feelings. Okay. But you're different. So I have to point that out. <laughs>
I'm a different. This is reverse racism. Yeah. <laughs> You're a different one. <laughs> oh, man. Right. But the last thing we've talked about so many times. So many times. Communication. So you can catch it on tidbit 13, 14, episode 41, I think episode 55. Like, I think like, <laughs> so many. We are always constantly talking about yeah. communication because I think the beautiful thing about this podcast is we talk about topics that you know might be uncomfortable for some mm -hmm. but it's all about normalizing conversations because um you know figuring out how people like to communicate and you know how they appreciate being talked to i don't know some people can't handle certain things right but like learning that about you know your friend your partner or whoever is an important part to you know, nurturing a relationship. Absolutely. It comes down to communication. So the main things that we've always hit on is, you know, don't let your mental illness uh, get your ass beat. Mm -hmm. um, you cannot use that as an excuse to, uh, you know, I just hate when people just suck. Like when people tell me they know that they're bad at communicating or they're bad at texting or they're bad at keeping up with people, and they don't actively try to do anything to improve that, that really irks me. And I have to say, <clears throat> from my perspective, it, I don't think that it upsets me. If you are where you are, that's cool. But don't expect me to still communicate with you if that's how you communicate. Like, if you communicate by yelling at people, I will stop talking to you. You are not about <laughs> to yell at me. I'm not a child. You can use your inside voice. Like, there's just certain things that if this is who you are as a person, mm -hmm. and then this is the only way that you want to communicate, mm -hmm. you will be communicating with yourself. That's it. Yeah. And, I mean, that... In another sense, it's like if you only hit up your friends once a year, then that's how much we going to talk. Right. I'm not going to overextend myself or put in more effort to try to maintain or keep alive a relationship that is really not type, top priority for you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, um, for whatever reason, they feel some type of way. that Like they just expect you to be there. But it's just like you you don't hold that much significance in my life. Like the, and I'm talking about, these are people, <laughs> but these are people that I met like pretty much all 2021. They're all trash communicating, mm -hmm. all trash. But like, we'll still like my posts. We'll be like, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. Support from afar. That's fine. But like when we were together, like you were like telling me you don't know how to text people back. Like, and I, you got 15, you got 15 mixed, missed messages for me, like over the span of three months. Like, it's just weird energy. You niggas are weird. And I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to put energy and effort into relationships like that, that make me uncomfortable. And it really, I mean, maybe that's a reflection on my attachment issues. It could be, it could but. Be. I mean, you have time to explore that. And when we say don't let your mental illness get your ass beat, I also want to throw in your mood as well. If you're having a bad day and you make your bad day my bad day, yeah. your day's going to get worse. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> like, take your minute. like To simmer. Yes. Yeah. Take, take some time. Relax. Because if I tell you your tone, mm -hmm. I don't like the way that you're talking to oh, me. Oh, yeah. I have tone checks every once in a while. You got to go take a break. I'm just like, hey, your tone. Okay. Because if you <laughs> compete with tone with me, 
<laughs> my shit's just it's been marinating like get real disrespectful real quick it is and i'm gonna i'm gonna go for the guttural because you know words i do <laughs> and i know people's feelings because all i do is sit and listen to niggas all day i know all your darkest secrets <laughs> and i don't want to be that person i know yeah. that's a thing that i actively have to like be like don't that's my other fish yeah that's the shark that's the orca that the fish I fuck I'm with. like, no, you need to go. You about to ruin every relationship you got. That killer whale. But I really do feel like, yes, if you are having a bad day, you're having a mental health day that's bad, whatever that is bad for you, do not put that on other people. Yeah. Because they are not required to come back to you and be like, oh, yeah, I knew you were having a bad day. You can suck a peen. Projecting bad moods onto other people is so common in any type of relationship it's common in work it's common friendships mm -hmm. it's common in relationships like even sometimes when i'm at the house and i just stay in my room all day i don't want my stinky ass mood to seep into the living room and i feel that sometimes because <laughs> if i don't see you all day i'm like yeah. she might be having a bad day yeah i'm gonna catch her tomorrow <laughs> like, there's no rush for me to be in your space if I know you're not okay. And I know that's not normal for a lot of people. Some people are like, I noticed something's wrong. What's wrong? What's wrong? Tell me. Talk to me. Nope. If you are not making yourself visible to my eyeballs, you clearly don't want to talk and interact. <laughs> I will see you tomorrow. Reading the room. You, you're emotionally literate. It's you can read. It's essential. They need hooked on phonics, but for like emotions. Hooked on emotions. That's what they need to start teaching. Read the rooms. Fucking read the room exercises. That could be my next workshop. Yep. SYS, read the room. And I would be happy to be a assistant to the teacher. <laughs> a TA? Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, cool. Well, coming at you and sitting near you, we'll have these class workshops slash panels. Um, we'll be doing a college campus tour. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to be hitting high schools. And then we'll hit uh, elementary schools. Do you have people talking to you crazy? Do they have you fucked up? Well, let's educate them. <laughs> Bring them on over. Let's fuck around and find out together. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Commercial's done. Promo done. Fucking needed. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the simmer. <sighs> I have to remember to give myself space because sometimes I do forget about that. I'm always go, go, go. And taking a moment to pause and just sit. That's kind of what COVID made me do. Mm -hmm. Not even going to lie. Them 14 days, it was boring as fuck. <laughs> but it definitely had me in my room like, wow, I really don't sit down. No, you don't. <laughs> you are always on the go. Yeah. So having those moments and realizing how like necessary they are to maintaining my mental health, um, it's... It's important, and I can't be around somebody that doesn't give me space. So if you one of those people that's just like, let's talk about it immediately, and I'm just like, um, can you give me like an hour? And you can't give me an hour? I'm running you over with my car. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've just... always been that person. I've always <laughs> needed space, but I've learned not to take too much space because sometimes yeah. my space be a couple days. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be like a yeah. ghosted situation. It's Don't just... talk to me. You're ruining my whole week, and I want to enjoy it. So I'm gonna talk to you. I used to be like that. Next February. Yeah, I used to be like, can you catch me next week? And I know that's not. That's not how relationships work. I mean, it. I feel like you should be able to take as much time as you need, but I yeah. do understand being considerate of that other person's feelings where they're like, I want to fix this and now I don't have my friend. So real quick, because I know we got to run out of time, mm -hmm. but real quick, real story. 
Um, there is definitely a conversation that I Steph, I have to get to. Mm-hmm. I have to get around to having. And that has been several months of me simmering. Mm-hmm. Only because there are so many dynamic layers to what exactly caused me to be so upset. Mm-hmm. And I really want to parse through those feelings completely before I enter that conversation. Like, I don't want to enter that conversation in an aggressive way. Mm-hmm. I want to enter that conversation with everything figured out and be able to lay it out and be like, okay, this is what made me upset. This is what I didn't like. This is how I felt like my boundaries were, you know, not really respected. Um, because there was a whole moment where I was just like, yo, can you stop hitting me up, please? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, just block me. Just stop hitting yeah, me the up. The idea that they were like, I don't trust myself to do what you're asking me to do. And I'm going to reach out to you regardless. So you have to block me. That was wild to me. So, you know, the last comment that I said, I was like, you know, I'm just asking you to respect my boundaries. And ever since then, that's kind of where we left things off. But that is a situation where I know I've needed to simmer on for like months at a time. Mm-hmm. And that is, it's been a long time since I've done that to somebody, but I really feel like I'm doing it. I'm coming from a good place. Yeah. If your um, your time is taking, being taken in and trying to find a resolution and trying to gather your thoughts, yeah. that's different than you just avoiding the situation. Yeah. And some people think like, oh, you just don't want to talk about it. No, if I talk about it right now, I'm mad. Yeah, you. It's gonna be a problem. You're not gonna like it. Yeah, and I don't wanna. I don't wanna come at that situation as angry as I was. Mm-hmm. And every month, it's I'm getting less and less angry, and I'm just like, okay, maybe this is what was bothering you. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe this is what was bothering. All right, maybe this is what that was. So mm-hmm. I'm working through that, but that simmer phase is very important, and I just encourage people to like give people space. Like mm-hmm. when there is conflict, definitely meet people where they're at and if they are over there and they want to be over there by themselves let them be over there by themselves mm-hmm. that ties back to our first thing mm-hmm. like no means no, no people means no. tell you their boundaries and they say what the fuck they gotta say respect that shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we came full, full circle for y'all full circle and you know if you want to listen to any of those episodes start with episode 13 and catch up to episode 60 yeah like yeah, we got a lot of content out there. We sure do. On all the streamy things. And more coming. And more coming. Get ready. All right, yo. That's it. Yeah, go enjoy the rest of Black History Month. Happy Black we'll History. be back yeah. next week. Cash app your black friends. Yeah. All right. Us too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>